You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Hello and welcome to the Retro Detroit Nerdfighters podcast. My name is Ian the Well-Informed. I'm here with Phil the UB. Hello. Kathy the CSA. Hola. Brad from the 8-Bit Waffles podcast. And as our engineer, we have Jessica Sarah. Hey. Hello. And I wanted to talk about a topic um a couple of days ago with a couple um with a couple of my uh good friends i um i had went to like a networking event with a couple people and i decided i was going to talk a little bit with them i talked with a couple other people it was about i'd say 7.50 p.m. And what um, my friends, my couple friends generally do is have a smoke around eight. And this time around, I had, I was thinking they were going to do the same thing when they absolutely didn't. So then after I, um, um, after about five minutes, I was like, where are they? I I expected them to come back into the event and they were nowhere to be found. And so I just went home. I came to find out, oh, my friends had went to go comedy. And... What? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> they... I, and then just, they just decided in that moment to go, or they just in that moment decided to go. And for the longest time, I've known these people for five years. And it's been my experience. You kind of can't go to go comedy on a whim anymore. You kind of got to buy your tickets ahead of time. This is premeditated. This was. Pre- What's go comedy? Let's um, go comedy is a comedy. Um, place in Ferndale where you pay I'd say maybe like twenty dollars to get in and then um you could either stay in the stands or do your own comedy skit. Oh. I think that's where Patrick goes for open mic night then, right? Yeah, Patrick, Patrick fr- from two weeks ago. Patrick, Patrick from two weeks ago or Patrick okay. from the last episode, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Or where I, I have a place I used to go like maybe seven, eight years ago. Um, it's, uh, it's actually formed from the ashes of the Second City Detroit um, when they were here. And then when a Second City left, um, a lot of those folks, some of those folks uh, started up Go Comedy so they could continue to have a place to do their thing. And uh, seven, eight years later, here we are. <laughs> I just it kind of pissed me off that they just didn't tell me beforehand. I was, I mean, that's like the one place I want to go with a group in Ferndale, and it just <clears throat> um, breaks my heart that Aww. they did that. Uh, Aww. Sorry. I mean, 
I understand that the person who spoke, this was like their first time on a uh, mic. A oh, they went up, up too for the open mic? Yeah, they went up for the, mo- the open who? mic. Who, Ian? I'm not who? saying he kind of. a name drop. He, Come on. They, left you. Have, they left you. Remember. You already yeah. got a couple of folks on blast, so let's uh, might hey, as well let's keep just it going. say his name kind of just wades in the water, but <laughs> oh, floats, floats on the water, up and down. Yeah, okay. it bobs up and down. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Kind of like, kind of like a boat. Huh? Oh yes. man, I would like to see that. We got to see that. We got to get a hold of that. No, I'd rather see him fall down <laughs> because. <laughs> But that's more of a context joke than anything. So, um, Kathy, tell us something that... um, That doesn't happen at Go Comedy. That doesn't happen at Go Comedy or won't break my heart. You want to talk about the community service? Yes, please. All right. So I looked into urban gardening in Detroit. And I'm going to bring to you today my favorite one that I found. You guys may be aware of it. I wasn't. Um, where the old Lafayette building used to be in Detroit, they've turned it into a garden. I love it, love it, love it. Um, CompuWare sponsored it. Peter Carmanos Jr. started it when the building tore da- was torn down. And the basic volunteers that work, here are, work there are the CompuWare employees. Um, but you can, and, and one of the reasons that I wanted to bring this today was I'm so all about you guys, little steps, the little things that we can do for each other. And to me, this was a great, you don't need to make an appointment. You can just walk up to the community garden during the hours that they're open, um, sign in at the gate and do some volunteer gardening there. It's a great way to get introduced to it. You can pick weeds, you can water, you're not going to get some of the larger planting and harvesting tasks by just walking up. But the more you go, the more responsibility you can acquire there. And when the garden isn't open, they do classes at night. They do yoga classes, tai chi classes, and of course they also do some gardening classes. Nice. Um, love that they have a green space down in Detroit, sustainable produce, and they do flowers too. And another huge win with this um, garden is that they donate their food to the Gleaners Food Bank. So we're all aware of Gleaners, and I'm sure they get a lot of canned goods, a lot of box goods, because that's what people do with their pickups or their drop-off boxes or you leave it on your porch. But for the the people who really need the Gleaners Food Bank to have access to fresh produce is such an awesome, inspiring project for me. I'm, I'm so thrilled by this project. Nice. Now, like, like, would you know, like, how many volunteers they would need per um, – like like a van or day Com- or something. Compuware like supplies most of the volunteers. They're the ones who came up with the space, and they have thirty five mm-hmm. beds that they've planted there with different produce and and some flowers. Um, but the volunteers can come in at any time. They don't require a certain number. If if they had a big project, which I'm not aware of, they have a big project lined up at this time. They don't have a specific number, if that's what you're asking. Because if they don't get the volunteers that walk in, then Compuware picks it up and does whatever's necessary for the garden. Okay, so, so that that does answer one of my the questions I had is you don't have to work in the CompuWare building or work for CompuWare to be able to volunteer. Certainly not. And you don't have to make an appointment. You can call them 
they have a number on their website and say, I'd like to come down next Tuesday at 3, I'm available. Or if you're just downtown walking around and you happen upon the garden, you can sign in at the gate and go volunteer immediately. Just hmm. depending on what their needs are for that particular day, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure there's hmm. always some weeding that can be done or some watering that can be done, some tending to the to the plants. Yeah. What's their website to check out more on this? It's just the LafayetteGarden.com. Or okay. you can you can Google urban gardens in Detroit. Um, real easy to find, and it's it's right down right across from Campus Martius, um, on Lafayette and Shelby. So is where they're located. So it is a little bit kind of ironic given all the other um, episodes we've done, right, Kathy? Like uh, places that um, tear down. Their buildings in order to make parking lots. This is tear down their gardens. They tear down they their tore, buildings in order mm-hmm. to make a garden. And they tore that. down a building and made it into a garden. Yes. Yeah, so. Wonderful, wonderful need for the community. Yes, it's good that um, nobody is acting like a vegetable in that nah. particular case. <laughs> yeah. Um. So thanks for letting me bring that one. To, to some people's attention who may not be familiar with it, Ian. No problem. Just check it out. Go down anytime. Check it out. Lend a hand if you can or take a class there. Take a yoga class there. Oh, my God. That's another one of my favorite subjects. Uh, now, is it is it is this an enclosed space or is it open air? Or? It's open. It's open okay. air. I, they do have a metalwork trellis with um, some plants growing on it, which is the entryway. Um, but it is open air. Yeah, okay. Open air garden. And even in the winter, they they still have a need for volunteers, correct? They do. They have some trees down there, and they they always have things that you can do. Yep, they're open now if you wanted to go. Yeah, and one of the things that um, the people like Brad who are unaware, I um, I do a lot of service. I've done a lot of um, work within community gardens over the years. I've um, a board member for a garden in Berkeley, so I know a little bit about so this agriculture. Is your scene. You, this you is, have this, this down. is my seed. I've got this down cold, but the vegetables are still ripe. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so um, to kind of um, transition off of vegetables and more of um, why is um, Facebook doing a thing? Um, Facebook and Google are trying to um, implement um, a like a status, like if somebody um, as someone out quote-unquote, on a date and they work with them, say, at a job, then that person is – if they ask them out again, then it's technically um, sent sent out like as um, Facebook flags it and is – that person can be charged for sexual harassment. But th- this is a policy for, for actual Facebook employees, not Facebook users, correct? Um, yes, yes, that they're implementing, yes. And Google as well is implementing this policy for their employees. Right. 
That's still going a little far for that kind of thing. Because I know, I don't know how it works at Facebook and everything like that, but I know where I work, I'll send out those blanket invites of, hey, going to the movies at this time, who wants to join? And we'll get people that go, I can't make it this time, but next time I'm totally in for it and stuff like that. And I, If I go asking them again, though, all of a sudden it's sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think if it's yeah, you ask one person out on a date and they turn you down, and then if you ask them again, that person again, that's where the problem starts. If you're just getting like your coworkers together to say, "Hey, let's all go see the Last Jedi," and you know those who can go go, and those who can't say, "No, hit me up when Black Panther comes out." I think I don't see a problem with that. That's up to Google and Facebook's discretion, their HR department. They can decide what is asking someone out and what is a no. An ambiguous, oh, I'm busy tonight, they can discern that that's a no. That's up to Google and Facebook's discretion. So there's that that gray area there that Brad's talking about that is just, this whole thing blows my mind. Completely different than the intention. Right. Any, anything could. You want to go get lunch? Yeah. Hey, I'm going running out. I didn't bring anything today. Is that asking somebody out? It's, oh my gosh, this whole thing to me trivializes what actually is sexual harassment. I mean, I get it's, where it's stopping that 1% of circumstances, but it's taking in the other 99% with it. But the But the interest, you know, speaking from, you know, as a corporate person, but I, I, I don't, I'm not an HR person. Um, I can kind of see where the company's coming from because if a situation gets out of hand, you know, those companies can take on a lot of liability. So it's in their interest to kind of nip things in the bud. Um, so to speak, um, this is extreme to me. This is extreme. You can say you have a company policy, but to equate this with sexual harassment is is way over the top, is way over the top to me. To ask somebody out on a date is – if they tell you no and somebody continues to hara- to bring it on to you and you say, no, I'm not interested, then there's a harassment you know, suit that you follow. But asking someone out a date on a date twice and equating that with sexual harassment – trivializes people who are actually sexually harassed. Yeah. And just to uh, make things crystal clear, um, none of you are my type. So. Ah. <laughs> so. Well, I think we're all, well, Phil and I are married, not to each other, but, <laughs> but we don't really have to worry about this so much anymore. It just blows, blew my mind. And even when, a, I, even when I was single, I, I made it a point to uh, not, not date my coworkers or even ask them out. Um, you know, just it's it's an awkward situation if things turn sideways, which could you know, you know every every date you go on is a you know could potential to be a failed relationship until one doesn't. Is basically. I, so. I looked up some statistics on this because it just blew my mind. Forty one percent of people date coworkers. It doesn't always end well, but when you know they suggest you have a plan in place, like don't date the person sitting right next to you if you're not going to be able to work with them when it's done. But 41% of people are out there dating coworkers. And I even looked up because, you know, it's these younger guys and girls who are dating. And like I said, I've been married for a while. I'm not in this anymore. But even the younger guys that I read, even on the Reddit pages, said they will ask a girl out twice. You can go up to three times before you take it as a no-no. So – 
it's not uncommon to maybe, you know, ask a girl and they're not sure what her response is or she was busy or she came up with something else. It's not uncommon to ask a girl out a couple of times and then and then take that as a no. One and done is a little ridiculous. One done is no, it doesn't work that way. It's like a it's getting harder and harder in this society to network with people. People um, rather be on their phones, be on their computers, mm-hmm. talking to each other than mm-hmm. having an open discussion. And when you take away like that relation, when you have that one and done, that takes away that relationship. And maybe they don't know how to interact in person. They're so used to doing it on the phone or whatever. Maybe the girl's like, oh, I, I meant to say yes, but I just was too shy and I didn't know what, you know what, like there have been. Or you been- get those ambiguous answers like, oh, I can't tonight. And it's like, well, right. okay, that's tonight. To Facebook and Google now, that's a that's a one and done. That, that's a one and done. That's it. You're done. Like we're we're so over the top with the the fixes that we're trying to take place. Let's concentrate on the actual problems and and stop making it a blanket. I get what you're saying, Phil, that companies, they're watching themselves, but you're, you're just bringing about more litigations and more problems by people have been handling this for since men and women existed. existed. <laughs> this is akin to draining the pool because you're afraid people might drown. Yep. It's uh, yep. I'm you're you're you. fixing the problem by just taking away everything. You're not actually fixing the problem. Yeah. It's a, it's a over the top. Yep, I'm with you on that, Brad. Yeah. So, yeah. Another example. I'm another example of why at least um, one person is going to still stay single. <laughs> I don't know about you, Brad, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, um, I wanted to bring you in a little bit more and talk to you a little bit about um, um, Astronomicon this yes. last weekend. Um, how did you like it? What did you, what was your takeaway from it? I can say Astronomicon kind of was a little bit of a different con for me because normally when I go to a con, I'm going to the comic book conventions or the very like geek culture conventions, the ones where you're standing in line and you're going, okay, there's somebody in X-Men cosplay. There's a Ghostbuster. And then a little ways back, you're like, I can't remember. Oh, Star Wars. That person's definitely from Star Wars, I think. And at this one, you had the twisted fan base or the like ICP kind of fan base. And that was strange standing in line for that one because I'm normally used to, oh, yeah, let me – I can hear people talking about X-Men and this and that. And instead I was listening to people talk about, you know, twisted – like using terminology I've never heard in my life and going, I don't know if I belong here. This isn't my crowd. What's going on here? (laughs) Then how did you wind up at Astronomicon in the first place? Uh, mostly because obviously Podcast Detroit was going to be there. That's where it first hit my radar. Mm-hmm. And then from there I was looking at the guests and I was going, oh yeah, Ming Chen from Comic Book Men, uh, Brian Johnson from Comic Book Men, uh, John Hedder was supposed to be there who plays Napoleon Dynamite. Then we Gosh. Had, oh, yes. <laughs> so he was going to be there. Uh, sadly, he had to cancel. Then you had like Sid Haig was going to be there, a.k.a. Captain Spaulding. And it was all these people that I'd go, oh, I love the stuff that they're in. This is going to be great. You know, it, 
I might be able to push aside the whole, you know, twisted fan base and everything like that. It's not my thing and enjoy the other parts of it. And sadly, the other parts of it, they kind of slowly canceled their showings to the con. And I didn't realize that it was being thrown by Twisted at first. So I didn't realize that they were going to have such, you know, prevalence there. Oh, I didn't know all about that. I mainly went there because of James Rolfe. I, um, or Angry as Video Game nerd. nerd. Yeah, yeah, because back in the day, back when I was like eight, ten years old, I had this NES cartridge of the Nintendo World Championships. <laughs> okay. And I was going to fact check to see if he um, had my copy because I gave it off to one of my friends. So that's like one of the main reasons why I went, but he ended up not being there. Yeah, his flight got canceled due to weather and then he actually oh, – yeah. He was at the airport for a while trying to get another flight, and just none were coming up. They were coming anywhere near Detroit. Yeah, so, yeah, fight and flight, um, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, um, so when you generally go to a convention, what do you generally like to see? Uh, for me, it's depends on what kind of con I'm going to. So for like the comic book conventions and everything, I'm going there to see the booths and the different vendors that they have. Uh, typically, comic conventions don't really get too many guests that I will recognize. Like they'll be like, this person drew the art for Spider-Man issue number 27. And I'll go, that's pretty cool. I don't know you by name, but that's still pretty cool. And then we have like the more media ones like uh, Media Expo where they bring in voice actors like Rob Paulson who voices Pinky from Pinky and the Brain or Snowball from Rick and Morty. And I go to see those people at those ones. So it really depends on what kind of convention it is for what I'm going there for. All right. So I do go to stuff like Fantasticon or – that that's where I kind of have that line drawn. If I don't really travel for cons too often, like I'll go. I went to New York City Comic Con last year, and that was fantastic. But I also spent a week in New York City with the Comic Con being right in the middle of my vacation there. So often I don't kind of drive to cons because I don't have the time for it. Sadly. Okay, so you like the you like I like the, the more New local. York Comic Con and the like the Motor City and. Yes. So you you would be the type of person who would like um, next week Great Lakes Comic Con. <laughs> yes, I've actually gone to Great Lakes the last two or three years now. Nice, and uh, I like that one because it's a lot of a smaller convention. So it has you know all the vendors and booths that you would see at uh, Motor City typically, but not as many people are always there. So you actually aren't shoulder to shoulder bumping through aisles with people. You actually get time to look at the vendors and see what they have and everything like that. And that's really cool about that convention. That's why I love going to great lakes comic con, you know, and then they also have uh guests that, so they had the person that made Qbert there one year that I was there. And this year they have the person that voiced uh Megatron from beast wars is going to be there. And it's like, these people that I don't think that I'll ever get a chance to meet go to these small conventions, and that's really cool too. Yeah, and I I've went there the last couple of years. I really like it. I like the person who drew Cooper. I liked mm-hmm. um, 
the um, Ghostbusters Coalition and yes. a little bit of a um, um, not known fact. Um, one of the people from that coalition um, is a person from uh, Yomakon who um, does Mystery Science Theater 4000. So, okay. so when I – I try to go to this convention. I try to go to that convention, Great Lakes, in order to. Um, I try and see him once every six months, just to say hello and see what's up, and try and make jokes, kind of like what's on this podcast. So, <laughs> and I gotcha. never to cross the streams. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, where is Great Lakes? That one happens at the south campus of uh, Macomb Community College, right off of 12 Mile and I, it's either Gratiot or Grossbeck. I always get those two roads mixed up. Oh, that's close, though. I yeah. Don't know why oh, yeah. I it's fairly it close. Downriver when you said that. I have no idea why. So. And when is that? That is next Saturday oh, and wow. Sunday. So, yeah, we went to one convention where it was twisted, and now we're going to um, twist the streams. So, yeah. <laughs> next when, week. Yes. Last week was the convention I went to that I don't know if I was supposed to go to that convention. What? Next week is my kind of convention. What is this twisted? Like, I went to their website, and it looked like they had – uh, concerts in Pontiac that, yeah. that were sponsored by this Twisted. Have you ever heard of the Insane Clown Posse? Yes. Same kind of thing. A okay. uh, little bit different. I mean, if you compare the two, you, you might get hurt by whoever you're talking to, depending on which one oh, okay. they're a fan well, of. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to uh, broach it, it then. Generalizing it, more or less the same. So can I say the big thing on the web- website for this Astronomicon, if I said that right, was that it was child-friendly. Yes. Oh yeah, it was a very child friendly so, kind of event. Like okay. you it's a lot of nice people there. Nobody's being mean. You you got nice people there, but they're a fan of Twisted. That's the main thing that they're there for. So you have people that are in like the uh face paint for the band and everything like that. And nothing okay. against them. One hundred percent. I, you know, wear shirts and everything for the things I love, but you walk into a crowd of all something that you don't understand very well, and you're kind of going, okay, this doesn't feel well, right. The, the picture of that Sid – what was his name? Sid Haig? Sid Haig? The picture of him, he was pretty scary looking. Uh, he is a star of horror movies. He stars as Captain Spaulding in horror okay, movies. So, so that's uh, – wait a minute. I need to know. I believe he was offering to marry people. Did you guys see any weddings? Uh Somebody was, yes. Uh, Sid Hyde canceled, Stop though. Stop it. Yeah, he's an actual uh, registered <laughs> minister. Uh, minister, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's it, Sid Hyde is a great guy. If you ever get a okay. chance to look up interviews Wait a minute, with though. him. I, it said he was born in 1939. Is he like 79 years he's old? He's old. <laughs> he's <Wow>. getting there. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, he originally started uh, kind of doing like the same kind of – I'm a guy with a gun doing stuff. And he actually got the chance to do something else in acting thanks to, I want to say, who made the Rob Zombie? was uh, White Zombie. Yeah. yeah. He was one of the people Mm -hmm. that actually gave him a chance to do something else. And Mm -hmm. he just took it and ran. And he's been doing kind of pretty much whatever he likes ever since then. 
living the dream. Oh yeah, nice. Nice. And wait a minute, I gotta I gotta say one more thing about this before you guys move on. I love Face Off, and the Michigan. I think his name uh, is Bob Fisher. Is that? Uh, I'm trying to Rob Miller. He was supposed to be there. Bob Miller. Rob Miller. Rob Miller. He was supposed to be there. He was there. He actually had like the giant uh, Hulkbuster. He had the Game of Thrones. thrown there and then a Groot and Rocket kind of sculpture or not sculpture special effect kind of I don't know how what the word is to describe it but giant statue more or less it was really cool there am I the only one who watches that unfortunately oh my gosh you guys have to I I have it on automatic records and there hasn't been any seasons lately but I'm sure you can go back and find them oh my god you guys would be huge fans of that trust me on this one you need to look it up it's on sci-fi channel please text me Mackenzie Westmore hosts it she's the daughter of Michael Westmore who the the huge special effects award winner from all time and he mentors these people. At, oh my god! It's a, oh my god! Just watch it. We'll talk about it again. All right. off. I'll give it two months. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I have to go. Um, I know you're fall busy. John it's Travolta on that. Well, you have to take our face off. That's the joke. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. This is way better than that. Uh, I'll say thank goodness for now, but I have a. Uh, it's going to take me a while to see it. <laughs> You'd love it if you see it. Just, Phil, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I I think it's coming back to me what it is, and um, it's not really anything that's been my cup of tea, oh but you God, never know. I love, that. I love that show. It's why, but we do, I do like to consider myself, at least I like to give new things a try, so... Maybe I'll have to uh, wait for it to come back on and give it a shot. All right. That's all I can ask. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Speaking of things that none of us ever went to, um, just to give an update on uh, a couple weeks ago, last episode, um, I tried to end up going to Fish Hackathon, but the weather was kind of terrible. Um, I got all the way there and then um, people were plowing the snow and from what I gathered, I was like, do I want to be snowed in and stay here for eight to ten hours? I was like, But that's kind of the spirit of a hackathon though. Uh, But he was going to Astronomicon after that. Oh, yeah. Just going and you already had your... I was, yeah. yeah. Okay. My plan was to go for a few hours, at least volunteer a little bit. And then go to Astronomicon, see the sights, see all the twisted, and I have no sisters. Um, and... I have a couple I could let you have. <laughs> <laughs> but are they twisted? Um, I'm going to leave that up to you guys. I'm going to save myself and you, say I'm going to fifth. No Good comment. Save. Good save. You have no twisted sisters. No. <laughs> sister. no uh, twisted is in the eye of the beholder, I think go. is what twisted. Kathy is saying. Go. Um, it's just a little bit crazy, uh, <laughs> but no, um, ended up not going, then going to Astronomicon and, um, just, we'll have to hear more when Emily gets back about, yeah, and that will probably, uh, um, we are, 
not going to have an episode next week because of um, Great Lakes. I'm actually probably going to be bringing my like recording device Tascam and um, going to probably do a live interview with a person um, Amanda from um, Ruppets. She um, does um, hand puppets and I um, uh, Dave says that he loves his uh, hand puppets but I um, have the most I have uh, four one of Luigi one of Snagglepuss Beautiful Joe and myself so. <laughs> I, I remember seeing the one you have a Beautiful Joe and yes. it looks amazing that's a game that needs to come back um, I mean he is in uh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom, and I, I think, think he's also, he was. I think he's in, also in Marvel versus Capcom three. He was in three. I'm, I'm not sure if he's in Marvel versus Capcom Infinite yet. He, he's not, not in sure. Infinite. He's not in Infinite. I, I'm right. like 99 percent sure on that. Unless he was added as like post DLC later on that I kind of missed. It's uh, a shame. I mean, um, that's like my. F- favorite character just because he's like one of the biggest parody characters of all Mm -hmm. time (laughs) oh yeah he's wonderful (laughs) he's no he's beautiful yeah (laughs) (laughs) no um beautiful joe um but yeah um i think that um do we have anything else to say about um oh I do want to ask like um things that you're a fan of like Yomacon what um what do you like about that convention what th- brings you into that uh what do you like about that for Yomacon that one's actually the panels cuz that one has a lot of the voice actors that uh come in so you have like team four stars there they do their own parody of Dragon Ball Z which I'm a huge fan of then you have you know other voice actors like Ian Sinclair is usually there John St. John who is the voice of Duke Nukem you you have a fun time when you go to that one because they always host panels where They'll, of course, answer questions of what, you know, they've been up to, the projects that they're working on, as well as the different things that, uh, you know, we've seen from them in the past and kind of tell explaining how that was doing that. So especially with, like, John St. John, I'll check out, like, all three of his panels he'll have on each day because those are always just so fun to go to. Then you have just the huge vendor center that you could walk around for, like, two hours and still not even see every booth. So it's there's a lot to do at that one, which is why I love it. That's one of the three-day conventions that you go for all three days, and you're filled up every single day. Yeah, and um, how long have you been going to that convention? So I went uh, for – I actually missed it last year because I had prior obligations that I had to attend to. But the I went the past three years before that. And then I had gone a couple of years before that. Uh, somebody dragged me there and was like, hey, you're going to this convention. I was like, I don't know anything about it. And they're like, you're here now. And it's like, okay, I guess I'm here now. <laughs> and uh, and then I stopped going for a couple of years. And then somebody else was like, hey, you should check this out. And I was, oh, I recognize that. I went to that one year. I didn't know that was a yearly thing. Yeah. So. 
yeah, that's kind of how it works. Um, mm-hmm. Those type of uh, most conventions are once a year. It's kind of like Christmas, only you buy things for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how is that different? <laughs> no. Wait, I want to say too, and I've been to one convention. I went to PenguinCon with Ian last year. And what you said earlier about um, the people at, um, what was the other one? Astronomicon. Mm-hmm. My first impression, and I said this to you, Ian, was how nice everyone was there. I had no idea what I was walking into. I agreed to do a panel there with Ian. I wasn't going for – we did walk the, I don't know, merchandise area or whatever. Mm-hmm. I still don't even know what you call this stuff. But It's my, called fun. My oh, – <laughs> yeah. My overall thought, and I and I think I said this at the panel, was just how nice the people were there. I was so impressed. And I might be going back again. <laughs> uh, we can't say that here. Oh, no, sorry. I, I, I'm just being funny. You going. can. You can. <laughs> I we didn't um, see anything else. Hey, we can, and I'll spoil a little bit of it. Um, I, we did um, – I did post a few um, panel submissions, trying to do a few more panels this year, um, more than usual. Um, yeah, I got to um, we'll for foresight. I've got to watch out for my heart, so <laughs> because this is <laughs> this is going to be a lot on me. <laughs> People like Google and Facebook might want to listen. <laughs> yeah. Because my answer will always be yes to this convention. <laughs> Thank you. What if everybody just and, says yes to all the dates and then there's no problem with that. Yes. Um, but if um, Facebook and Google were a girl that I um, <laughs> that wanted to date me, I would say no every time. <laughs> well, no, you only had to say no once because you'll never yeah. be able to ask yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I know yeah. that, but still, that's not how social works. I guess social media works that way. It shouldn't work that way. It shouldn't <laughs> work that way. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be calling back to One Direction. <laughs> but no. Um, so, Brad, um, where can we find you outside of? Um, um, teasing Raven from Teen Titans. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I actually am a part of another group called 8-Bit Waffles. And we had our 8-Bit Waffles podcast that ended last year. And we just started a new one called The Breakfast Table that you can catch on Podcast Detroit and everything right now. Uh, we broadcast Sunday, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock. And we just talk about everything geek culture. So the world of entertainment, technology, so we'll be talking – so last year we had Ming Chen on for discussing Astronomicon. Before that, we were talking about our experiences with different movie theaters and everything like that and just all that fun stuff around like geek culture as a whole. You know, going to movies, playing games, everything like that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but where can we find you online though? Uh, 8bitwaffles.com. 8bitwaffles.com. Um Phil, where can we find you? I will be looking for hidden cameos of beautiful Joe. I'm sure he's in Monster <laughs> Hunter World somewhere. I've just got to find him. Yeah. If he isn't, he will be soon. <laughs> Everything's in Monster Hunter World. Well, yeah. they work. They, I, 
they're uh, they're adding Aloy from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, at least on the PlayStation Four side, so. and The Watcher. I have not heard of that one. Yeah, The Watcher is going to be one of the costumes for your little companion oh, that you can have. Okay. Yeah, it's a metal alloy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, you're not um, Jessica. You're Randy, right, Randy? Yes. Jessica grew a beard. <laughs> Jessica. Grew I knew we couldn't beard. trust her when I when I, when she said she had two first names. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Randy's here and Kathy. We can find you on um, We can find Kathy on one of my alias Facebook accounts. Say no to everyone. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Yeah. Just Hmm. be that troll guy from um, the box trolls or I just put a picture up somewhere please <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no that's not how it works <laughs> no, no. Um, but, um, yeah I guess not um, <laughs> so anyway um, um, don't forget to be awesome DFTBA and check out the you. Lafayette Garden check out the Lafayette Garden and uh, thank you for listening have a uh, Good day, weekend, um, string of days. I don't care anymore.